Holy Spirit, help me. Let's do this in one take. Let's bless our people. Let's provide faith, hope, and humor. Even with no one in this room, upset people's world. In three, two, one. Hey, everybody. I love you. I miss you. And I wish you were here. I, I am at the location, 6300 North Beltline Road, where we would gather every single week to lift up the name of Jesus. Because of the coronavirus and uh, all of the decisions that are being made on a national level, on a state level, and on a local level, uh, we have been advised that we cannot meet in person, but we can still meet and lift up the name of Jesus. I'm so excited to be with you today. Listen, uh, when I flew to England last Wednesday, I had no idea that these uh, situations would move so quickly. And so even though we missed having service last week, I hope you were able to gather with your family, possibly some of your friends, just be reminded about God's love, God's peace, and his grace that is with us even in times like these. Uh, I'm excited to get into the word today. Nothing's going to stop me from teaching the word today. And so uh, if you have your Bibles, uh, I want you to lift them up. I know that we have not made some declarations in a while, but I want to make some declarations today because the word of God is still what we use to find our life, to find our hope, to find our healing, to find our strength. And so we're going to make some declarations today before we get into God's word, because I know he has something that he wants to speak to us today. So whether you're in your bedroom, your living room, uh, uh, whether you're in your car, I don't care where you are right now. You could be on the toilet. I don't care if you're watching this right now. Get your word. If it's on your phone, put your phone up. And I want you to repeat after me. You better say it loud, too. If you're in an apartment, I want your neighbors to hear you say this, okay? Repeat after me. Today. Louder. Today. Uh-huh. The Holy Spirit is about to speak to me about peace. That's right. Peace. And after today, I will know and fully understand that the peace that God has left for me is greater than anything that the world could offer me. And after today, I will walk in more peace than I've ever walked in in my entire life. All right, let's go. Y'all ready? Let's go. All right, if you have your Bibles, I want you to go to the book of John, the gospel according to St. John, chapter number 14. The gospel according to St. John, chapter number 14. 14. I'm only going to be reading one verse, three sentences that Jesus spoke, and I'm not going to anywhere else in the Bible. You know why? Because what I'm about to read you is in red. These are the words of Jesus. And because they are the words of Jesus, they are the words that bring us life. They are going to be the words that bring us hope. And so if you have your Bibles, St. John chapter 14 Verse number 27, here is what it says. I am leaving you with a gift. This is Jesus speaking. Peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift 
the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. One verse, three sentences. I'm going to read it again. I'm going to just go a little bit slower. You ready? Here we go. Uh, I am leaving you with a gift. He called it a gift. Peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. It's interesting that he didn't say don't be troubled, period, or don't be afraid, period. He said don't be troubled or afraid. Ooh, that's good stuff. All right. If you're taking notes on this, uh, and you should be taking notes, why? I could just imagine at least 50 of you saying, nerds rule the world. <laughs> if you're taking notes on this, please write this down and please write it down in the way that I say it to you. The title of this message is one word and it's simply peace. That's right. I'm going to say it again, just like that. Peace. All right. All right. So bow your heads. Let's pray over the word and get started. Okay. Holy Spirit, I pray that you would give us your peace. Amen. I want you to think about this word, peace. And I want you to think about the first time you heard it. The first time you heard the word peace. But more importantly, the first time you heard it said like this, peace. Now, I might be dating myself when I confessed the first time I heard it. And it might be a little bit alienating for some of you all to hear because this may have been before your time or a little bit after your time. But the first time I heard the word peace pronounced peace was in the 90s when I was growing up as a teenager. And I would hear people greet each other or either say to each other when they got ready to leave a place or hang up the phone from talking with somebody or, 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 or uh, give a, a, a greeting or a salutation to somebody before they left, they would say, peace. And they would chunk the deuces. They would put up two fingers as that sign of peace. While it was a cool word to say uh, for my generation, this word has... Uh, tentacles in culture around the world. And this is a word uh, that has been used for centuries, for thousands of years even, uh, as we talk about the peace that we want others and ourselves to live in. This word peace in the Hebrew language means to be whole. It means to be complete. It means in certain aspects, success or prosperity. Uh, but one word caught me the most in its many different applications. And it was the word unaffectedness. I just thought that was amazing that 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 one of the words for peace would be unaffectedness to, to, to be simply unaffected by some things that are going on in your life, some things that could be going on in your health some things that could be going on in the world around you, that this word peace or peace could literally bestow upon you or remind you that you could be un.
affected by the world around you. And so I wanted to give hope in a way that would calibrate your faith and allow you to see yourself in the way God sees you going through this season that we are all going through right now. This season that we're going through right now did not ask permission to come into our lives. This season we're going through right now did not check your zip code first. This season that we're going through right now did not check your bank account first. This season hit us all and we are all going through the same situation as uh, Devontae Tidwell said last week, we are all in the same boat. And so uh, I want to give you uh, the three things about God's peace that you need to know. That's right. There's three things about God's peace that you need to know. And it's coming from the three sentences that Jesus gave us in his words. Point number one, please write this down. Uh, Jesus left it here for us. This is the first thing about God's peace that you need to know. Jesus left it here for us. Let's read the first sentence again. I am leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. This was Jesus's words before he uh, uh, decided to to make that extravagant gift of his own body on the cross and sacrifice his life so that we could be reconciled with God. One of the last things he says to his disciples is, uh, I'm leaving you with the gift. And you would be thinking, oh, 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 he's going to leave us with the gift. Is it money? Uh, is it is it security? Is it safety? Uh, is it is it parcels of land large enough for us to reestablish the kingdom of God on earth? No, he says the gift I am leaving you is peace of mind and heart. I just want you to think about Jesus is the one telling us this. Jesus is the one telling us that 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 the gift that he is giving to us before he leaves the earth is peace of mind and heart. Can I just stop and say for a minute, listen, there's some people that are listening to me right now. You need to be reminded of God's peace in your life. You need to be reminded that God left you something, a rich deposit of his peace that will comfort your mind and your heart. This is a season that everybody needs peace more than they need anything else. The first thing you need to know is that he left it as a gift. This is one of the most extravagant gifts that he could give to us is his peace. So it would comfort our minds and our hearts. Just want you to think about that for a moment and just imagine I want you to take inventory of your life of maybe all the stuff that you've gone through in the past that that you spazzed out about. I mean, the stuff that you really lost it over where you were like, oh, God, I don't know if I'm going to be able to go through this. And oh, God, I don't know if I'm going to ever come back from this. And you realize that God's peace is what you needed more than you needed money. It's what you needed more than you needed uh, a new job. It's what you needed more than you needed a new car. It's what you needed more than you needed a new house. If you had a house, a car, a job and money and don't have peace, you have nothing. The greatest gift that God could give to us is his overwhelming peace that transcends all understanding. And the first thing you need to know, the first thing you need to have, the first thing you need to lock in 
is that God's greatest gift that he could give to you, left behind by his son, is his peace for your mind and your heart. Whoo, that's good. I feel y'all. Like, I feel like I'm feeling y'all right now. Like, like even though uh, uh, we're not together, I'm feeling you. I'm like, I'm like coming off the energy that I feel like you're going to be giving me when you watch this. All right. Point number two, please write this down. The second thing you need to know about God's peace is that you won't find it anywhere in the world. I'm going to say that again. You won't find it anywhere in the world. The world. Let's go to the second sentence in that same verse. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. Can I tell you something? The world is full of cheap imitations of the peace that God left behind for his kids. And I want you to understand something. You are never going to find God's peace anywhere in the world outside of a relationship with God. I want you to think about this real quick. In the last decade alone, how many people have we seen tragically either take their lives or because of an addiction to substance abuse, OD on medication, OD on drugs, trying to find peace, trying to find hope, trying to feel safe. Listen, you are not going to find it vaping. You won't find it smoking. You won't find it drinking. You won't find it sexing. You won't find it binge watching Netflix. You won't find it scrolling endlessly through Instagram pics. They might get your mind off of it for a moment, but you won't have peace on the inside of you until you realize that it can only come from a relationship with God. Jesus said it. It's in red. You won't find it anywhere in the entire world. So let's stop looking for it anywhere else except, in, except for the relationship that we have with God the Father. I love that Jesus said this, and it's so gangster that he would say it with a period behind it. No exclamation mark, no comma, just straight up. The peace I give you is a gift the world cannot give. Can you imagine having something, owning something, holding something that you know you couldn't get anywhere else in the entire world? Well, here's what Jesus says. I left a gift for you and you won't find it anywhere else outside of the relationship that we have. So let's keep this thing right where it needs to be, because the peace you're going to need for this season that we're all going through right now is a peace that will not be found in the next news report that comes out. It's a peace that will not be found with the next uh, case uh, uh, of of, uh, uh, you know, the infection that, that has just hit maybe a loved one or maybe yourself. You're not going to find that peace anywhere else. You won't find it in a negative test. You won't find it. You will only find it in the comfort of your relationship with Jesus Christ. And so. Here's what you need to know about God's peace. You will not find it anywhere else in the entire world. Good stuff. All right. Point number three. Please write this down. The third thing you need to know about God's peace is that it causes you to relax. Yo, it literally causes you to chill out 
and relax. This is this is the third sentence. Let's let's read it. This is what he tells us to do. So don't be troubled or afraid. Come on, Jesus, slow it down. Say it to me one more time because I need this one. So don't be troubled or afraid. You're telling me that I I should not be troubled. COVID-19, coronavirus, highly contagious, no vaccine. And you're telling me not to be troubled. God's like, yeah, don't be troubled. All right. Um, I can't find no toilet tissue. I can't find no paper towels. I can barely find anything to eat when I go to the grocery store. My money's already limited. I'm trying to get something that's on sale. And you're telling me not to be afraid? Yeah, I'm telling you not to be afraid. The peace that I give you doesn't trouble you. The peace that I give you doesn't make you afraid. Quite the opposite. The peace that I give you untroubles you. The peace that I give you makes you unafraid. It goes back to that Hebrew word. When I give you this peace, when I give you this shalom, you become unaffected by the cares and, this, and the concerns of this world. So no matter what you see scrolling on the lower third of a news column, no matter what you're reading in the paper, no matter what the updates you're receiving from Twitter, Instagram, and from Facebook, here's what I want to let you know. When you anchor down and hold on to God's peace, you won't be troubled and you won't be afraid. Sure, all of us have concerns all of us are in different spaces and places right now where there's some things that we really need to look at, look at. There's some things that we really need to have in context as it relates to how we're going to navigate it. Concern is not being troubled. Concern is not the same thing as being afraid. Concern means you're a good steward. Concern means that you're being cautious about the way that you are handling and navigating this season. But you're not troubled. You're not afraid. You sleep well. You're unaffected. You're unbothered. When, when you talk to people, uh, uh, the tone of your voice doesn't come across like the tone of other people's voice. Last week, I got on the plane and I was flying to England. On a Wednesday night, I jump on this plane and three hours into the flight, the steward comes up to me and, and she says, hey, um, I just wanted you to know um, the president just put out uh, uh, a, a restriction on Europe. And so... Uh, when are you going back home? I'm like, well, I land on Thursday. They were like, oh, yeah, you're going to have to probably go home Friday. And I just thought to myself, yeah, no, I'm not going to. I don't think I'm going to go home on Friday. I'm supposed to preach during the weekend. And unless the host church calls it off, um, I'm still going. What was I? Was I concerned about uh, uh, about the news? Yeah, yeah. I wanted to know how did that apply to me? How am I supposed to govern myself? But but was I troubled or afraid? No, no. Standing on God's word, I knew that I had good precedent not to be troubled or afraid. So we land in England, in London, and we jump on another flight uh, to Leeds, Bradford, jump off the plane, meet a great guy who picks me up. I get to the hotel. I get to the church. There's 950 young adults 
ready to worship the Lord. On the weekend, there's over a thousand people, close to 1,500 people ready to worship Jesus Christ and lift him above every name, including coronavirus. We're ready to lift up God's name. And we did. And it was amazing. I came home on Monday and I was getting these text messages. Man, you're going to you're going to be slammed when you get to the airport. It's going to be an eight to 10 hour wait. And 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 people are coming from all over the world and they're being redirected to only 13 airports. Ah! Y'all, I I got off that plane. British Airways got off that plane at 9.45 p.m. And I made it through customs in 14 minutes. Now, by the grace of God, I missed all the weekend rush of people trying to get back. I came in on Monday. They had worked out all the kinks. And I walked right through customs in 14 minutes. But on the plane ride home, I was not troubled, nor was I afraid. Because standing on God's word, I had an overwhelming peace that I could not even understand myself. I wasn't on the plane just nervous and, oh, my goodness, is, is, am I going to wind up contracting something on this plane? Close all the vents. No, we took precautions. We wore the gloves. We, we wiped down our surfaces. That's the best we can do in this situation. But having all things in context... When you are filled with God's peace, it passes every level of understanding that somebody without that peace could ever comprehend. Peace. Let me relax real quick. Let me get this to you. Peace. Now, I'm, I'm going to say it one more time, and I'm going to do it like I was in the 90s, like I had... I don't know what haircut, the Gumby or the, the flat top fade with the, with the medallion, the little peace medallion. Peace. Listen, y'all. God's peace is what you need now. This peace is what Jesus left behind for This is the peace that gives us all the ability to stand in the face of fear, uncertainty, hopelessness, and panic. And say that we are untroubled and we're unafraid. Listen, I don't know what type of week you've had in the midst of all of this going on. You could be in a situation as an owner of a business company where you're already starting to see revenue lost. You could be an employee of a company where you've already seen a cutback in, in hours or the job has already said, we're going to have to let you go. And I know all of that is something that we need to be concerned about. But I am telling you. God's peace is what he left behind through his son, Jesus, his word wrapped in flesh specifically for times 
like this. No, you don't need any peace when you got enough money in the bank. No, you don't need any peace when everything's going right and you're getting promoted and, and, and everything, you feel like you're at the top of the hill. But in times like this, what you need more than anything, it's not a job, it's not more money, it's his peace. The type of peace that'll let you curl up and go to sleep at night knowing that your God will supply all your need according to his riches in glory. Peace. Shalom. God is with you. Who can be against us? Would you bow your heads and close your eyes? I'm going to ask you this question I ask every single week. What is the Holy Spirit saying to you through this message? I know that we all have a lot that we are processing right now. But it's God's peace that is going to bring us through these uncertain times. And so you might be listening to this message. Maybe a friend sent you a link of this message and you've never received Jesus Christ into your heart. I'm going to tell you, it's so simple. And by you allowing him to come into your life, there's going to be an overwhelming flood of God's peace that comes into your heart. That's not just going to make you calm down uh, uh, based on what's going on right now. But I'm talking about stuff that has gone on in your life 10, 20 years ago. Maybe some abuse, some trauma in your past, some betrayal in your life. I don't know what it is, but I'm telling you, you let this peace into your heart right now. It's going to go way past Corona and it's going to get down to unforgiveness, to maybe some bitterness. Maybe some some traumatic experiences and abuse that you had to endure as a child. That peace will cover everything you've ever been through in your entire life. So if you've never given your life to Jesus, listen. I just want you to pray a simple prayer with me out loud. Do this out loud with me, okay? Just say this, Lord Jesus, I believe that you are Lord and that God raised you from the dead. Say that with me, Lord Jesus, I believe that you are Lord and God raised you from the dead. I changed my mind about the way I've thought about living my life, and I repent of the way I've been living, and I give my life to you. Listen, if you've prayed that prayer, you're saved, and you can expect God's peace to enter your heart right now. For the rest of us, listen, I'm praying for you. I'm praying with you. And please know, we are going to get through this time together. Embassy City family, we are just that. A group of ambassadors living out and walking out our lives in this embassy so that we can literally upset the world and turn it upside down with the message, love, and hope of Jesus Christ. God, I pray that you would bless Every single resident of Embassy City, our friends and family from around the world, keep us all safe and let us have your peace. In Jesus' name, amen.
I love you guys so much. Hey, I just want to give you a couple of things uh, that I want you to know, some housekeeping tips that I just want to give you. Until further notice, this is going ha- to be how we have to have our services on the weekends or on Sundays. I will be coming with a word that I believe God gives me to give to you to get us through this time. OK, so I'm going to just be asking the Holy Spirit, what do you want me to say from week to week? During times like this. All right. Also, I want to let you all know uh, that, you know, I'm an introvert and and I've loved being off of social media and, and thought I could get away with not coming back. But alas, uh, I love you all and I love staying connected with you all more than I love being an introvert. And so you can follow me on Instagram. I'm not on Twitter. I'm not on Facebook, but I am back on Instagram under the hashtag, or no, not the hashtag, under the handle upset the gram. U-P-S-E-T-T-H-E-G-R-A-M. Handle at upset the gram. I love you guys very much. Listen, I know that there's many of you all that are going through difficult uh, financial times right now. And so I just want you to know that uh, uh, you need to give according to what you can give. You cannot tithe, especially if you've lost a job, you cannot tithe off something that you're not making. And so I just want you to prayerfully consider giving uh, what God places on your heart. And so uh, you can find all the information on how we give here online at www.embassycity.com. And uh, also you can text 77977. Uh, and you, will can, you can get a, a, a push pay application sent to you with uh, opportunities to give there. And then finally, you can download the Embassy City app. Giving it is as easy as one, two, and three. And so for those that can still faithfully tithe, uh, we appreciate how you are committed to being a disciple of Jesus Christ. For those of you all that cannot tithe right now, just pray about what God would have you to give uh, in this time, knowing that we are going to get through this together and upset the world on the other side. I love you guys so much. Have a great week. I'll see you soon. Peace.